Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Podcast. My name is Gil Garcia. Today we have a lot of great news coming up from MLS. But alongside with me, I got my uh, co-host, uh, Gustavo Ortega. Gustavo, how you doing? Hey, Gio, how you doing? Like you said, very exciting news that we're going to be able to see look, looking forward to the next month. Maybe we'll have MLS back or other sports, but I'm excited to get this going. Yeah, a lot, a lot of exciting news, especially from uh, from some of the topics that we, you know, we hit on last week. You know, right? A lot, a lot of things. You know, we last week we thought, uh, you know, the teams are going to move to Orlando and potentially, you know, move out there for a couple months and everything. But like every week, it seems like almost every day things are changing and things are progressing the right way for sports just around, you know, the, the whole country and stuff. So as things start to ease, uh, things start to look a lot brighter and brighter, you know. Um, so for, first off, I just want to hit off with the, with the MLS. Um, you know, they, they've canceled the All-Star Game, League's Cup, and Campeones Cup. The, the MLS sent out a, a, a statement today, um, you know, that the, all, the, all three of those events are going to be canceled. Uh, but the 2020 MLS is going to be back again in 2021 in LA. You are going to still have um, MLS, and it still looks like Liga MLX All Stars, because that was going to be like a fun thing. You know, you're going to have right. the, the best players from Liga MX and then the All Stars, you know, from MLS playing in LA. You know, it was going to be exciting, but pandemic happened, so they're going to have to reschedule. Um, Leagues Cup, you know, it's like the second edition of that. And the Campeones Cup is like, you know, the winner of MLS versus the winner of Liga MX, and then they win this trophy. Um, what do you what do you think of that news breaking today? Well, I think it was looking towards more of a beneficial for a factor for the MLS. As I was reading, they were looking to save those dates and cancel those events and bring in more or hoping to get more weeks out of uh, MLS season, like we mentioned last time, Gio. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are very important competitions. It's something that the MLS and Liga MX are really trying to create the rivalry between North uh, and North America, between Mexico and U.S. And I think it's a a bummer because we were really excited to see the best of Liga MX against the All-Star game, uh, against the All-Stars from MLS. You know, we really were looking forward to seeing Carlos Vela, Jonathan Dos Santos, Pauli Chicharito against, you know, former teammates who play in Mexico. And I think, you know, the, yeah, like you mentioned, the Leagues Cup, uh, who Cruz Azul won it last last year. And they were going to extend the teams to 16 instead of eight this year. And the Campeones Cup, who Seattle Saunders were going to host mm-hmm. over there in Central Lingfield against whoever won the Campeón de Campeones between Monterrey 
and whoever got crowned from from this season. But by the looks of it, they most likely they're gonna cancel the the other season. Well, this season for Liga MX as well. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, and uh, one thing uh, a lot of people when this uh, came out because you know it was look it was looking like to be a fruitful summer. You know, like right. everything that you mentioned with all the players and everything. For me. I'm not surprised that this happened. I, I did think that potentially they might have like rescheduled the All-Star game and stuff. But at the same time, these events, the reason why they happen is for the fans. So right. if you can't have these events, you know, especially an All-Star game, you know, like I kind of I kind of saw this coming because I was like, man, no, I was like, man, once this started happening, no fans mm. in the stands, <laughs> it's, it's going to be kind of hard. To have yeah. this type of event, you know, without the fans embracing it and cheering and everything, you know, especially Bank of California. But I like that they're that they're going to reschedule it for 2021 because that's big, and they're going to have it in LA because that's also big. Uh, another thing that I want to mention onto this, I know some people are uh, speculating on Concacaf. As mm-hmm. of right now, we don't have any um, information. You know, a lot of this stuff is still unknown um, because uh, the Concacaf champion, the Concacaf Champions League. Uh, obviously, where LAFC was, they were supposed to face LA uh, Cruz Azul right before mm-hmm. everything kind of shut down. That I think is still potentially savable, depending, you know, what FIFA, you know, the higher powers decide to do, and you know, you know, because like they they can push it to next year. You know, they can cancel this season just to play some scenarios and just move it for forego it to next season. But you know, all the work that the teams did for to play in the Concacaf this year would kind of mess that up. So I'm interested to see how all that plays out. And I just want to know any of your thoughts on that. Right. I think it's going to come down to what Liga MX does, Gio, in my opinion, because most of the teams are from from that area and as well here in MLS. But I think it's it's going to come down to that if the the Mexican teams start playing again or not. But in my opinion, I think that because for for Mexican the Liga MX they finish they're supposed to finish the season in June, and mm-hmm. then they come back in late July August. And if they're gonna expand it, then they're gonna start late on that on that calendar year as well. But I think it, it all depends on on that. On how on how no that makes sense. Uh... On whether and they they don't know what's gonna like Liga MX. That's that's a whole other deal. They don't know what they're yeah. doing yet, as of yet, right? Because yeah, there's still, no... they're, they're supposed to be a big meeting in the upcoming days to see what happens. There's a lot of teams in favor of just canceling and the season and just start focusing for the next uh, uh, apertura. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I think yeah, we were really excited to see. Like you mentioned, LAFC go against Cruz Azul. Uh, well, I think I believe that's the the, the last team from for oh no and uh, Atlanta United who were gonna face well who's who already faced America in the first leg. That one was able to get that game was able to still be played before they stopped the 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 the, the, the play. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when I think. I know there's a lot of room, like rumors with Liga MX whether if it's gonna they're gonna finish the season that they have because it's so close to starting the other season right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think regardless of whether they cancel their season and they start the other the, the other season, 
I think both teams, you know, from MLS Liga MX will be important. Unless there's, because you know, because the winner of the 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 Concacaf Champions League ultimately goes to the Club World Cup, right? Is that right. how it works? Yeah, whoever wins uh, the Concacaf Champions League automatically earns a spot in the Club World Cup, just like Monterrey did last year, where they faced Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's an interesting competition. I knew there were gonna be some changes, but that's a whole different topic, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, even the leagues in Europe are still thinking about coming back. Thankfully, the Bundesliga did, and I think it was a great spectacle. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll have to see what it is. I hope. Hopefully, I mean, I think there's still enough time to find games, even if they, you know, if they're able to do it later in a couple months from now. Um, but moving on, big news, you know, especially coming out uh, out of like California, you know, mm-hmm. Governor Cal- Governor Newsom you know, said that he can see sports come coming back as early as the first week of June, which is amazing. Because after you see, you know, what, you know, some states did, you know, Florida and all that stuff, like I was like, I was like hoping and I think just like everybody praying that like sports back in California uh, would pick up because, I mean, not only do you have the, obviously the soccer teams, but you got, you know, uh, another leagues, you know, you got the Lakers, you know, you got the Clippers, you got NFL, you know, it's like, I was watching the thing on ESPN, like mm-hmm. teams and teams in California make up California, Texas and New York make up a third of a third, like a third of the league, you know? Right. And, you know, so I was, I was very interesting. I was very excited that that happened. Um, obviously it's going to be without no fans, but it's like I said, like I started the podcast is progress in the right direction. Yeah, you're absolutely, absolutely right. You know, all these, the big States, pretty much California, Texas and New York came out yesterday saying the the same thing. You know, we're opening the the possibility to have sports by by next month, but it's not gonna go right away into competition. Just to make that clear, Gio, because you know you're gonna have uh, players still trying to get back in shape, get in rhythm of gameplay. So it's gonna take for me at least. Well, they were saying between three to four weeks to get all the teams back in in competition. And we'll see how that goes. So we'll most likely see anything be competitive between July and, and August. Yeah, and, and that makes sense. You know, you, you give the players, you know, say, the, you know, two to four weeks, whatever, you give them that, you give them that full month, you know, just to get back, get back in shape and everything, get back in rhythm, which totally makes sense. You know, you they use that month of June just to prepare. And then, right. you know, you start competition in July and big thing. Cause I know they were, I also the, things that a couple of things are running into my mind. I know that I had like the plan was originally to send all the teams to, um, to Orlando. It looks like that mm-hmm. idea might be scratched. And then second, uh, I know that the games that they were going to play there was going to be for like a, some type of tournament type of style. Right. And I'm wondering if that's going to be thrown out the window now that, you know, it looks like majority of the teams are going to be able to play at home in their stadiums. Um, you know, and these, especially for the MLS, that these games, after they get, say, they get that, you know, that couple weeks in, that these players, that the games that they play are actually going to count for the season. Yeah, because uh, we did see LA Galaxy back in training. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll still have no word when LAFC is going to come back. But yeah, it's, it's uh, like you said, the, the news from the governor. Um, Newsom pretty much opened up the idea of having soccer 
at the bank or doing a health sports park, even if it's behind closed doors, you know. But mm-hmm. that's some, that's a big progress, you know. They were mentioning that we might not even see sports all the way until at least Thanksgiving break. But I think that's a, a big step forward, having sports without fans. It's uh, it's going to be a tough blow because, you know, we're trying to – we're trying to get distracted, enjoy a game at the stadium with a beer in hand. But um, I think it's, <laughs> I, I think it's it's for the best. At least we get some sense of normality back, uh, seeing players play. But it's for our own safety, you not know, to maintain distance. And hopefully, they do everything right to keep the the players and staff safe. Yeah, yeah. And I think as obviously we're not going to get into politics, but the more we learn about you know what happens, I mean. It's starting to seem like, you know, they're, they're starting to, um, I should use the word progress, right? Progress mm-hmm. in the right direction. Progress to get sports back, you know, in the right safety, you know, um, manner, protocol, whatever that they that they want to do. And, you know, uh, I'm very interested to see, you know, once it kicks off and what the, you know, the league announces, you know, with everything. Because it has to be so challenging for all these um league commissioners because you know of everything changing so fast you know one plan is to go like i said florida and now it doesn't look like it's going to be that and i'm glad it's mm-hmm. not going to be that way because you know at least the la teams will be in home mm-hmm. another thing is it's like when we're going to be eventually be back let in with the players you know us as media to be able to cover the players and go out there and you know obviously we saw big thing that we saw was like the bundesliga you know it was kind of funny how like you know i know like when hmm. Dartman, you know, this past Saturday or Sunday, um, they played and they scored, you know, like they're, you know, some of the stuff makes sense to me. Other stuff doesn't, you know, like when the players have, they can't celebrate, but they can push and shove each other around. in the Right. Corner or period. when they set up the wall. For I go, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when they set up a wall yeah. for free kick, that's, there's no social distancing there, you know? So it's, it's a tricky thing. I get it. They want to be safe. You know, they want to say, you know, like, hey, know this and that. And I'm very interested to see how MLS, I think a lot of the leagues are, have looked at what Germany has done. And so far, it's looked, it's looked very successful. And yeah. I'm hoping, you know, MLS and other leagues here in this country, we can progress to that to say, okay, we're going to have competitive sports, like you said, probably by July. Hey, I'll take that, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's going to be fun to see how well, this develops. Uh, we're almost close to June. We're already halfway there, and I, I think it's 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 gonna be a great relief, in my opinion. Joe, seeing sports back because, like I mentioned on the last podcast, it's it's a big part of our life. You know, mm-hmm. there's pretty much sports every single day, and for that to not seeing it from coming to that to not seeing any of it, and you know, say what you want, but. Uh, Watching like uh, um, virtual games is not the same, in my opinion. But I think it's it, it, it's 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 a it's a great progress, like you said, to see teams come back and start practicing. We see more MLS teams now uh, doing it. So the MLS um, uh, current champions, Sounders, are actually also getting back into shape again, just like Galaxy. So we see more and more and more and more teams come out and do their individual workouts. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but in like um, Spain, you have now teams practicing with uh, groups of ten. So that that's a big progress. 
Yeah, and it's and that's a, eventually that's gonna it's gonna start to get here. You know, it's gonna go from individual workouts to team workouts. You know, because if that's, I mean, if June first is a targeted thing, you know, like you're gonna start to sense that. You know, that within by next week we're gonna be like, okay, you know, the teams are you know training with each other. You know, the team, you know, all the players are there because right now it's staggered. You know, players are gonna have to come at different times and everything. But mm-hmm. I have a sense within the next two three weeks. Uh, well, I should say the next two weeks, uh, player teams are going to be able to do these player workouts, and hopefully we may be able to be let in ourselves. Uh, but with that being said, there's a lot of things going on uh, that's going right and, you know, it's going smooth. For the MLS, the only thing that they haven't been able to negotiate mm-hmm. has been this player's uh, MLS, uh, their, the agreement, the proposals um, right now that they got going on. Um because the MLS um, Players Union just this earlier uh, this week, um, they offered a hundred million dollars, a hundred million dollars in economic relief. Right. Initially, initially the the league uh, offered uh, two hundred twenty, um, and then like the MLSPA counter offered from the total amount. From this is what I'm understanding: the total amount of all the players' uh, salaries, everything is three hundred and ten. Um, the league offered a cut cost from 220, which were, if I'm doing the math right, and if I'm understanding this right, would lead to 90 million. Right. But the, the players, you know, players Association came back and know we'd be willing to cut a hundred million dollars. So they're, they're going from a hundred million dollars where the players are at players association at the leagues at 220. And I think they're going to have to come in through the middle somehow. Um, what did you make of, of this news of the counter proposal and the negotiations that are going on so far? Yeah, like you mentioned, I think the league wanted to give. Uh, we're we're asking for more, but it, it's it's a it's a pretty much a proposal that that includes salary reductions, salary deferrals, as well as reduction of bonuses, and probably uh, they're looking at a future relief due to the suspension in play rela- related to the coronavirus pandemic. But yeah, it's uh, I think the players despite the fact that they were still in in CBA negotiations and they mm-hmm. didn't have this included in that will finally look at, look into this be like and be sure to make uh to add in this for the hopefully it doesn't happen again but but for the next thing major thing that happens uh that causes to stop play it it, uh, it was a deal that was gonna be anticipated for the next five ye- five years in Geo. and yeah, it, it's it's something. I think a hundred million. It's already a big relief for the league, and hopefully they can work something out. Yeah, you mentioned one thing about that. Uh, you know, you talk about the CBA, the collective bargain agreement. Um, you know, they you know they were negotiating. It seemed like they had uh, verbally, I mean, a quote here, MLS and the Players Union reached a verbal agreement before the start of the 2020 season, but they never signed a contract. And right. what you also mentioned, um, obviously no one could see a global pandemic, but they didn't prepare for a, a global pandemic and they didn't put that in their contract. And uh, like you said, moving forward, they're they're going to add that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what that happens because of, a big thing that you mentioned last week of like how the league, the, the MLS is right now because it's fairly young and doesn't have as much as attention like the NBA, NFL, or MLB. I should say 
tell um TV attention, I should say, right? Like TV, like TV, TV right? Deals. Yeah, TV, TV deals. Uh, the you know, because the league makes its money from um, ticket sales and sponsorships, right? And right now they have they have a good you know they have a good TV deal. I think it's ninety million dollars, but it's not you know like these billion dollar TV deals that other leagues have. You know, so that's where I think it's really hurting the league because the TV deal is not able to sustain them. You know, like the other mm-hmm. leagues, you know, they're able to sustain. They're still taking a hit, but some of these TV deals are so massive, you know. And for the league, when you can't have ticket sales and you're not going to have fans come in, probably in 2020 for the remaining of the year. Right. You know, you're not going to have that. That's going to be, you know, they're going to have to be very creative. And obviously, they're trying to cut as much cost as they want. But, you know, it's very interesting how all this is going to play out. You know, and I think the league it's it's gonna have to way have to find a way to innovate and make money. You know, obviously, you know, selling more jerseys or selling things that they can sell to the fans while yeah, because, watching at home. You know, yeah, because you mentioned the game day experience is pretty much what drives these clubs from MLS. You know, you get almost twenty five thousand people in on average, uh, and for that not to be considered. In the next couple of months, yeah, you have to really have to find a way to make those millions that you usually do during the weekend and trying to find a better deals with the with the TV um, holders and see how that goes. Yeah, because, I mean, one thing that could potentially work for the league moving forward is if they're the first. I still I do believe this if the MLS is the first league in America sports team league to play, you're going to have a lot of fans that won't want, weren't necessarily watching, you know, they're waiting for basketball, football, or they're waiting for basketball, this basketball and baseball to start, you know, you know, baseball's had right. their issues. You don't really, NBA, everybody seems like they're in agreement. I think MLB, they're still trying to negotiate things with their players, but I, this could be a really great opportunity for the MLS to start with the first major league to start and get fans and you know you can see the spike in numbers and stuff you know and then going to the next time they you know they negotiate their deal their tv deal like hey we had all these numbers you know obviously through the pandemic everybody was home there they're itching for something but i think this is a great opportunity for the mls to get new viewership and then you know increase those numbers um from tv um from yeah tv views yeah and then we we well we, i don't think we mentioned the last podcast but You know, the MLS was really expanding, not just in the U.S., but also in other countries as well as Europe. So imagine having the MLS being watched in Europe, meanwhile the other leagues from Europe come back. So that's a big plus, and I think exactly. that, would, that would benefit the league as well. Exactly. No, you just said on a great point. It's not just here in America, but, you know, they can get in a better international TV deal, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, because eventually... Once the MLS starts to obviously get to the point everybody believes it will get to, um, you know, they are going to get those, you know, big major TV deals. But this is going to definitely a hurdle that they, you know, Don Garber and all the MLS executives are going to have to, you know, be very creative, find a way to make some money. But, hey, you know, that's a tough thing to do. Hopefully they figure <laughs> they're able to find a way, you know. Yeah, um, but I mean everything outside of that. It's looking, it's looking exciting, and it's looking uh, 
very promising uh, for for just to, for us to see sports come back. You know. Yeah, you know it's it's step by step, take, taking it one day at a time, and I, I'm sure yeah we'll see sports sooner than we actually thought. Although there won't be no fans, which is will be a whole completely environment. But as long as the people watch on TV their 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 favorite sport, I think it will ease the pain that a lot of people are going through during these times. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree with that. I mean, sports is such a great distraction from you know from you say it reality or whatever, and just it's such a great entertainment value. I don't know if you have, but did did you get a chance? I mean, right now, like the obviously the only thing I've been watching, look looking forward to every Sunday is you know Michael Jordan's The Last Dance. You know yeah. that's that's what kept me entertained every Sunday. Yeah, did so you get far. a chance to to watch that? Yeah, it's it? it's a great documentary. You know, and and people, well, fans were waiting for it on, all the way until June. No, it was supposed to come yeah. out after the finals. Yeah, uh, it was supposed ESPN, to come out. Yeah, ESPN decided to to push it forward uh, earlier than than the expected dates. And, yeah, even the memes, man, are great. I think yeah, a lot oh of people God, <laughs> a lot of people love this um, documentary. And especially young journalists and athletes, I mean, fans who never got to see Michael Jordan in person. He gave us a sense of who, who or, or what kind of competitor he was. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I mean, the, just the obsession, just to be the best. You know, you can see how that's all he thought about, and you know, like he wanted to win no matter what. And uh, that's the thing that when you see a player like like Michael Jordan, you know, it's like it's just one of those rare players that you 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 have you ever be you never will be able to see ever again. Maybe not. Uh, obviously, the closest thing I've gotten to see is Kobe, but mm-hmm. it's just like. Just seeing, like you know, just that drive, that comp, that competitiveness, and always wanting to win. And you know, like uh, one thing that really stood out to me is just like you know, he was shooting that thing for uh, that Space Jam movie. You know, right? He'd get a he'd get a two hour work in, and he'd film, and then and then he'd go back and play pickup games. You know, with some of the best players and stuff like that. Just uh, always constantly working on his craft, working, working. You know what I'm saying? And like this was a kind of like I think it was the greatest sports documentary ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like exactly what everybody needed, but you also got to see what uh, a pro athlete at you know at that high level what it really takes and what type of mentality the greatest you know literally arguably arguably one of the greatest athletes ever had. You know, you talk about the Muhammad Ali's. Or, Michael Jordan, you know, in soccer, Maradona, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know what I'm saying? Just like the love and passion and drive that they have mm-hmm. and how it, that's their life. I'm just so glad how it showed that. I, I hope that we see something like this in, in soccer <laughs> with Messi or Ronaldo. Imagine how great that would be. Or having that interview that we all want, just like how the late Kobe Bryant had with Shaquille. Imagine... Mm-hmm that type of um, interview or documentary with with two of the greatest soccer players of all time that we were lucky enough or we are lucky enough to see weekend and weekend out. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I expect more, I mean, I expect documentaries like that to come out, especially, as you said, like for Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, you know, you just like following them around. Like, you know, like one thing that I've, I was like Barcelona or, you know, Juventus is just like, 
have a camera on those guys every day, you know, every day behind the scenes, you know, obviously, you know, if it's a team, you know, when he's working out, you know, like how he's, I mean, if he lets you like how he starts his day, one thing I would have, I wish like, you know, like, like I wanted to know like how was like Michael Jordan's schedule, like, you know, what he got up, you know, what he did from the time he got up to the time, you know, he got down, you know, more of his you know, work ethic, right? Like Kobe, work, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just yeah. seeing, just seeing all that stuff, you know. And I think you can see that now. You know, is there, you know, one thing that we can see, uh, you know, if like LAC did something like that for like Carlos Vela or you know Chicharito or you know, you know LA, for LA Galaxy, you know, just to see what really makes Carlos Vela, Carlos Vela, you know, and and see because you know, think about this ten years from now, you know, we're gonna see, we're gonna really see the impact that Carlos Vela really had, right? On the MLS, and yes. On the mm -hmm. MLS. Like, right now, like, because I was thinking that today, like, right now, you know, we're seeing this, but, like, it's pretty amazing, and you're like, damn, I don't know how he's doing it. <laughs> but, I mean, 10 years from now, you're going to be like, he, you know, he could be that player that eventually sparked, you know, other players coming here or sparked the kid that, like, hey, I want to be like Carlos Vela, you know? Yeah, well, um, pretty much Carlos Vela is, our, is the Messi to the MLS, in my opinion. Yeah. And the best out there right now. He he certainly is. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully hopefully documentaries like that, you know, inspires a lot of directors. But um is there anything else you wanna you wanna add on before we wrap things up here? No, well just a uh, big thank you to you for having me once again, Gio. It's been a pleasure working with you, talking soccer and hoping to see sports coming back soon. But most of most important having the players be safe and staying away out of trouble, you know? Yeah. Uh, let the people know where they can follow you at. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Gustavo A underscore Ortega. I'm there. We're always chatting with you guys, so feel free to follow me whenever you want. Cool. Obviously, guys, and you guys can follow me at Gio Garcia LA. That's on Twitter and Instagram as well. And be sure to follow LA Soccer Hub. We're really growing our Facebook page and Instagram, giving you guys some of the best insight uh, from the LA teams. Gustavo, thank you for joining me, brother. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.